Pentecost Sunday, May the 31st. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. It's uh, absolutely fitting that we should think about Pentecost as being a party, a great celebration. It was the birthday of the church. And often we think of the church as being weak and marginalised and disconnected from the rest of society. But the global truth is that the church is stronger and more alive than it's ever been. Today, more people will join the Church of Jesus Christ than at any other time during its 2000 year history. It's been an amazing story. And as we look at Acts chapter 2 this morning, we look at the beginnings, how it all started and this explosion of God's movement through those early disciples began to take place. We're going to use soap this morning. Scripture, observation, application, prayer. I'm going to be encouraging you not to sit passively and receive what I offer, but I want to invite you with me to look at the scriptures together and allow God to speak. Soap is a tool that we've been using for a decade now at Burlington since 2010 when we read and I preached through the whole Bible in a year and we began to use soap as a as a simple way of hearing God speak for ourselves from his word and going on to put it into practice. So grab your Bible or your phone or your tablet, uh, have Acts chapter 2 open in front of you now and follow it with me that you might either for the first time or for the 100th time uh, use this tool of soap to allow God to speak to you through the scriptures. Scripture, observation, application and prayer. So we begin as we come to Acts chapter 2 and if we were doing this in our or if I was doing this in my in my own quiet time I, I would be reading perhaps one two three times through the passage slowly and I'd be looking to see what jumps out at me what what does the Holy Spirit underline what what am I drawn to in my spirit all those are different ways of perhaps me trying to tease out what God wants to say to me so I, I'm going to give you six six uh, things that might grab your attention this morning. Uh, They're not the only six that are in the passage, there are plenty more and uh, you feel free to grab the one that's for you today but here are six just as an illustration to help you get into the way that this might work in your daily devotions and uh, Bible reading. So Acts chapter 2 and verse 1 we read that when the day of Pentecost came They were all together in one place. What does it mean that they were all together? Does it literally mean that there was no such thing as lockdown and they were physically all together? Yes, it does mean that. But probably so much more. We know that they were united in prayer. So they were together in their commitment to follow Jesus. They were together in their longing for his mission to be extended and to begin. So it, it, it 
it just makes me begin to think, who am I together with? And what is our togetherness about? And what is our togetherness as a Burlington family for? So you get the idea. I might begin with the scripture and then I might begin to observe what the scripture is saying and begin to tease out why it was speaking uh, to me. Second example is just there in, in verse two. It says, suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. <laughs> Do you notice that word house? We're all in our homes, aren't we, right now? We might be tempted to think that this great move of God that's gone on for 2,000 years, unstoppable, began in a cathedral or in a monastery or in some great chapel. But no, we read it began in a house when the Holy Spirit came on ordinary believers in a house. That thrills me with hope about the possibilities of the Holy Spirit coming and filling our homes. And so maybe you're drawn to that this morning and you begin to to observe what that scripture saying then and what might it be saying to me or to us now. Then a third example in verse three, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them, it says, were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues. The Spirit came and rested on each of them and all of them were filled. Maybe that that emphasis strikes you this morning. The Holy Spirit was not given for the chosen few or for some special Christians. The Holy Spirit was given to each one. Every believer was given the gift of the Holy Spirit. So you cannot, and I cannot say I am excluded. It didn't include me. God is using other people, but he's not wanting to use me. The Holy Spirit was given to all of the believers, to each one. This tongue of fire representing the Spirit came and rested on them and all of them were filled and began to speak in other tongues. Fourthly, verse 6, when they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Maybe that's what grabs your attention this morning, that when the Holy Spirit came, his primary purpose, his primary objective was to help believers communicate the gospel in a language that people could understand. Each one heard them speaking in their own language. What does it mean for me to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that I can speak the good news of Jesus in a language, in a context that people around me can understand for themselves? And then fifthly and sixthly, fifthly you'll notice in verse nine that there's a whole list of the people who heard the gospel being spoken in their own language. Parthians and Medes and Alamites, residents of Mesopotamia and so on. It goes on for two verses just listing all the different people. And maybe that's what strikes you this morning, that the Holy Spirit was given to all the believers so that people of all nations all people groups might hear the gospel being proclaimed, being spoken 
in a way that they can understand. Perhaps that, as you reflect on that, makes you begin to think about where you would love to see people understand the gospel. What people group, whether it be older people or or young mums at the school gate or youth and teenagers or your neighbours or your work colleagues. Who are the people? What nation, as it were, are you longing that they would hear and understand? And as the Holy Spirit has been given to you, what part might you play in that? And then finally, verse 10, some, however, made fun of them and said they'd had too much wine. Ever since the beginning, Christians have faced mockery. But it was these early disciples that stood up to be counted, even though they were going to be laughed at and jeered at, that began this unstoppable movement of Jesus that we call the church. So those are six things that might have caught your attention as you read that passage in your quiet space. And as I said, there may be others. Scripture, observation. When when you know what the scripture is, when the, the particular thing that the Holy Spirit is, is grabbing your attention about, then it's time just to rest with it, to observe it, to meditate on it, to ask questions about it. Is this a principle? Is it a promise? What did it mean for those first people hearing it? What might it mean for me today? And so as you just settle on it, rest on it, ask questions about it, as you observe it, so you begin to understand what for you the application might be. Scripture, observation, application. The application is what does this word mean for you today? Observation is what it meant to those people who first heard it. Application is what does it mean for me today? How will I think differently, act differently, behave differently in the light of what I sense God is saying to me in this particular verse? S-O-A-P, SOAP, Scripture, Observation, Application, Prayer. If we're going to step into what God is saying, then we will always need to pray. And so if you look at bullington.church and forward slash soap, uh, we talk there about this particular tool and how you can use it to write a, a journal, a daily journal that helps you to be nourished and fed from the word of God every single day, helping you to hear what he's saying and to do something about it. So what about today? What about Acts chapter 2 on this Pentecost Sunday. What is the phrase or the verse that you've been drawn to, even as I've been talking? What is it? It's easy to sit on these calls uh, uh, passively, just like we'd watch an episode of something. But I, I, I'm asking you j- just to pause and think, well, what in those verses is is real, is living, is alive for you today? What's God saying to you this morning and what are you going to do about it i realize that on this live stream we can't pause for an extended period of time as we perhaps we might if we were all in the same room together so so maybe you just need to jot down the the essence of of where or what you think god is is saying to you maybe if you if you know already you can begin to add them into the comments to encourage other people 
but maybe you need to set aside some time a bit later on today just to think about this verse that's come alive to you this morning and what you need to do about it, what your application is. The Holy Spirit came to believers in a home and the Holy Spirit came on each one of them and as a result every group of people, every nation heard the gospel in their own language. What an incredible thing and even though many jeered we know that the Lord added 3,000 to their number that first day and it all started in a home as the Holy Spirit came. Becky's going to lead us just in a, a time of worship, uh, sung worship, uh, just leading us as we seize this opportunity now, using the time of worship to invite the Holy Spirit into our homes today, into our lives this morning. And even in your house and mine, an unstoppable movement can begin that sees many lives change. So let's invite the Holy Spirit to be welcome, to be present in our homes and in our lives as we celebrate today the birthday of the church, this unstoppable movement that's stronger and more alive today than it's ever been in its 2,000 year history. Happy Pentecost Sunday.